In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Token Entertainment, or the owners group. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live on Toginet. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. With me, as usual, my co-host, the queen of pain, Maureen Wood. Hey, how you doing? I kind of left out all the empath and psychic. Yeah, you can leave that out. That's quite all right. Medium, not large. Hey, don't be taking my words away from me. It's still mine. Why shouldn't I? Oh, anyway, continue yeah. on. So, Halloween's over. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. And, of course, yesterday was the first day towards uh, 2012. The first day towards 2012. Yep. Really? Yep. So, moving right along. Trying to depress me? What's that? (laughs) Jeez. Well, you know, it's the way it is. Okay. Boy, you're just... Oh, I get you. Bing. Ding, ding, ding. Light went on. <laughs> yeah, light dawned on Marblehead. Anyway. Uh, oh, I like that one. I've never heard that before. <laughs> really? That's real good. Really? Skip that one then. Light. I'm sorry. Light on on Marblehead. Light dawned on Marblehead. Light dawned on Marblehead. I'm liking it. Oh. Anyways, um, Halloween's over. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh. It was different this year. Really? Yes, it was extremely different. Just, um, I don't know. It was just... Why was it different? I don't know. It was just different because I had my daughter there, there my there niece ill there. Will, ill wind in the breeze? No, it's just that it was um, a very busy, a very busy time of year. And I don't know. It's just that uh, it was difficult. And I, I wanted my, you know, my daughter was there joining us. And Oh, you're talking and about our little yeah. foray for Halloween evening. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you say Halloween, that's what I thought of. Well, I mean Halloween season in general. Oh, okay. Well, to me, it was the one big night. The one big night. Or not the, well, night. Whatever. Crazy uh, night. It was a wild night. Well, it's cold. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, uh, I never seen anybody uh, channel the Ascending Masters before. I thought that was pretty amazing. It happened. Uh, I'm sure it does. It does. Not in my lifetime. Anyways, moving right along on that one. But um, let's we'll continue. Another oh, our good friend Leslie was there. Um, really? Yes, she was. That's really. I'm yes, sorry. Was. I'm just like you're in another I'm world. I'm in another tonight. world tonight. I am. It's been a very long day at work, but whatever. Works tough. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to get back into it. Right. Yeah. You should be like me. You're not. Plus, work. when we get in the air, I have something really kind of interesting to say. Right now. When when we get our guests and we talk about it, yes. Oh, cool. Anyways, um, 
Okay. Well, we bring our <laughs> guest on. Yeah. Gavin, you there? I certainly am, of course. <laughs> and uh, our guest is the uh, the Welch psychic himself, the punk rock, uh, whatever it is, the psychic rock, uh, Gavin Crumble. And also my co-host from... Those Chronicles International? Did we get what it was? <laughs> so how are you doing, young man? We've only seen you uh, just at the Dining of the Dead this this time around. I know. I can totally relate what Maureen says about it being a very busy time of year. It's just been mental these past couple of weeks. I mean, if you're at all in the paranormal industry, it is your kind of then couple of days, your bread and butter night, you know, where you kind of pull from pillar to post, really. It's just been really crazy. But it was great to meet up with you guys at the Wyndham, though. It was brilliant. I loved it. But Maureen, you yep. disappeared. You had to disappear early. I did, I know. Well it, well, it wasn't really early, but yeah, Steve was sitting on the hallway waiting for me, my husband. So for those I of you listening, yeah. Steve, I love Steve. He has to brew some more of that beer for me. It was absolutely delicious last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell him he has a job to do. So he can oh, do that. Great. Oh, great. And, no, uh, yeah, so it was, like I said, it was really, you've been very busy uh, this Halloween. You've got your new book out. That's right. I've been uh, I've been promoting this book. It's been going really really well actually. I mean, I arrived in the US um, back last. Oh God, I can't even remember on last Monday. Earlier was Monday morning, and then my first um, client, my first reading was nine o'clock the same morning after a seven and a half hour flight. And from that point on, it hasn't stopped. And I'm not complaining by any means, but it was just so hectic. One on one readings, um, evenings with doing meet the authors. And then, of course, my childhood ambition was to go to Salem on Halloween. And I'd done that, and I just didn't want it to end. I was just going crazy. I, I, got, <laughs> I got my face licked by a real vampire. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, who, uh, uh, Belanger? No, no, no. It was, uh, it was, a, it was uh, one of the guys from William. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no, sir. It was a guy. I felt oh, a guy? and brushed my cheek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it was a, wasn't it a friend of Christian's? It was. Uh, William works in Hex, the store in Salem, in Christian Day's shop, and um, he just grabbed my chin, spun my head round, and licked me from chin to forehead. <laughs> ah, Maureen's got a dog that does that. <laughs> I loved uh, every minute. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, but, no, but the I, dog usually I, licks their butt before they do that, you know what I'm saying? I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm keeping it clean. <laughs> I'm taking the high and dry road. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> But no, it was a great time when I went to join the um, the circle up on Gallows Hill in Salem. It was just a great evening. I was going crazy. I was I was living it up in Salem, and I loved it. So I got plenty of tales to take back to the UK with me, which um, I'm going back tomorrow night, actually, which I'm very sad about. I don't want to leave all my friends. Oh, wow. So, wow. I what time you taking off? Enough. Sorry, Maureen? I know, but what time are you guys taking off? Um, well, it's, it's tom- early evening tomorrow, so it's quite a good time. So we haven't got to rush around tomorrow. Um, but I haven't seen uh, you, Maureen, or you, Ron, enough this trip. I've already ca- caught up with you once. And I, I understand all... that you're very busy with things. Yeah, things. Oh, we actually, we, have, we haven't announced it yet, have we? No, that's I don't think we have. That's why I said things. I, I didn't know if you had or not. <laughs> I, actually, why don't I give you the honors? Who, me? Yeah, since it was all your hard work and your vision, I, I really would love to have you announce it. Really? Mm-hmm. We have a book that Warren and I are working on. Ta-da! Ta-da! It's all our investigations, and it's all going to be put together, and it's coming out on September. In September. In September, so it'll be out for Halloween next year. Really? 
Yes. And That's um, great. Yeah, I think, I, I know that, I believe anyway, that Ghost Chronicles will be in the name, but it may be changed around a little bit. So, But just keep uh, your ears open and your eyes peeled because there's a um, book coming out. Yeah, it's really good. Very good. Very excited about that, actually. You know what? I know, I know you guys have been working really, really hard on that. And you've got a lot of very interesting tales to tell. So it's going to be a great book. And you know what? This oh, we, is got, we got a couple hard. books worth, to tell you the truth. We have a couple books worth. Yeah, so, but thank you. Yes, yeah, so yes, it's going to be a busy time, but we're going to do it. And Gavin, I want you to let you know that I just actually looked at your book uh, before I came down here. Oh, and, what do you uh, think? It's really a charming book. It oh, really thank is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I've seen like tons of books. Not yeah. that I've read them, but I've seen. Oh. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and so mine actually made you open the cover. Yours, yours is actually adorable. It's got all little drawings in the inside. I mean, it really uh, tickled my fancy, actually. Good. That's what I aim to do. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's right. I, I have. I purposely made it just a little bit different to, to all the other kind of psychics books that are out there. You know, I didn't want it to be a total autobiography. I wanted it to tell my story, but I wanted people to relate to it. And I wanted to do little things and activities in there that people can try at home. And it's got all my psychic art and stuff in there and funny little cartoons. It's very, uh, a crazy little book. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, like I said, I, re- I really, really enjoyed uh, looking at it. Now, I haven't read anything out of it, but uh, I well, thought it was sure really... <laughs> Pardon me? Well, you're in there. You're, you're both of you. Both of you, you and Maureen, are in the book, of course. Uh, living or Dead. Well, I would hope living. Living or dead, he said. Oh, living, of course. Maureen looks absolutely gorgeous, that on the, uh, the board. Oh, she got the J-Lo look going? Oh, yes, thank you. My husband thought that was pretty funny because the, he got the, the J-Lo eye, uh, sunglasses that my daughter gave me. The J-Lo shades. You're working the, the J-Lo yeah. shades in that book, I'm telling you. I love that picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, see that? It hides my eyes. No. <laughs> it was brilliant. But in there, Maureen, yeah, I bags go through, I do it. Phase by phase, word by word, you, when you, when you channeled in the Lizzie Borden house, because it affected me so much. Oh, I no. A word-to-word account in that book, in my book, of when you channeled, and I witnessed it for the first time. So people who read the book will understand a little bit um, what it's like to experience you channeling. So. Ooh, I'll have to read it and see. Ooh, everybody that in, every, everyone back home in the UK that's read that section has been like, oh, my God, I would have gone to pieces if i seen that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's going to be, I, you know, I, I want to read that your book. I just haven't had an opportunity. So yeah, I will absolutely. sit it down this weekend and read it. Sit down with a nice hot drink and just cut you down in the chair and have a little flick through it and tell me what you think. All right. And actually, if you go on uh, MySpace, I think there's a link in my bod. You can actually see Maureen channel pug luggies. Hey. Uh, attack pug luggies or something. <laughs> I don't attack anything. Well, they attack oh, you, maybe. Word, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anywho. I got to tell you guys something really cool. Okay. Who? All right. Um, my daughter, well, actually, my daughter, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure most of you do know, that my daughter's a police officer, right? Really? Mm-hmm. Really. But what happened so was... Like a security guy or something. Yeah, right. Anyway, when she became a police officer, I bought her this St. Michael's medal. Right? I remember. Right, that she's been wearing ever since she's been out, you know... <gasps> she took a bullet there. No, be quiet. Let oh, me talk. let her finish. <laughs> God in heaven. Thank you, Gavin. Um, anyway, so I bought the medal. Well, last weekend when she came home for Halloween, of course, she didn't tell me until later how it happened, but she said, Mom, she was all upset. She lost the medal. 
But she oh. said, well, how did you lose it? She says, well, I was chasing somebody, and I had an altercation, and they had grabbed at her neck, and her shirt was, like, all, you know, her buttons broken, the whole thing. Oh, no. But she said, you know, when I get home at night and I change, she says, I was in my bedroom, and I, you know, changed. And she said, I took off my Kevlar vest, and she said, the chain fell off to the floor with no metal. Oh, so, no. Yeah, so she was all upset, right? And she's, I said, don't worry, I'll find another one. She goes, well, you gave it to me from the academy, and she's kind of upset. So anyway, tonight she calls me. She says, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? She goes, you know, out of nowhere, I just decided I'm going to dust the top of my refrigerator. I'm like, who dusts the top of your refrigerator? And she said, and my St. Michael's medal was sitting on top. Oh. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, so isn't that cool? That now, what's is interesting amazing. is Halloween night, there was a, there had been a, um, she was out with the group and they were doing, um, you know, communication and she had the pendulum and she did get a little upset because there had been a police officer that had died in the line of duty about a few months back. Oh. And he came through that night while they were outside. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was That's really the first sick. I ever heard about this. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, they were talking a little bit about that night and she got really, she was really taken aback and upset because I guess. They were asking, you know, questions, and it came out that the person had died within this year and that it was someone that did not live here, wasn't buried here, and then it asked to point to the person, and it went to Sabrina. And all this information came out, so my daughter was a little upset, but whenever she found her, you know, her St. Michael's medal, she goes, Mom, I don't understand it. How could it have ended up on top of my refrigerator when I lost it out in the street? So... I don't know. Nah, but, uh, you know, the thing is, is uh, you know, I just seen in the chat room the other Leslie asked, just like your earring. Your exactly, like my earring yeah. had um, appeared, and that's what I told Sabrina. I said, you know, think about it, Sabrina. Maybe it was Dave, the you know, the police officer who had passed, who was kind of there that night, and you were talking about your medallion being missing, and it shows up now on the top of your refrigerator. I remember you telling me that earring story before. Yeah. Um, about your earrings. It's, it's, it's amazing how this can happen. She's obviously meant to have it with her all the time, you know, for it to turn up like that. You know, it protected her, obviously, during that chase, and it's come back around again, so she's got it back again for the next time that she needs it to keep close to her. That's, that's a brilliant story. Yep, so isn't it amazing? And, of course, trying to be, you know, skeptic on a little bit, I said, well, she, for a short time she had had a, a friend of hers staying for like a week or two, and I said, oh, did Julie pick it up maybe and find it? And she says, no, Mom, it's just me living there, no one else. Yeah. So that was amazing. Anyways, so if anyway. anybody wants to call in, the number is 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. Or join us live in the Togi chat room. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, Gavin, how was the uh, the circle at Gallows Hill on Halloween? That, I'm kind of intrigued by that. I mean, really, I... It was really strange, actually, because it was about a thousand people. <laughs> it was, How many? I, yeah, it was about a thousand people um, that went to this circle. I mean, I expected a circle to be, what, 50 people maximum. But mm-hmm. it was blooming loads. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And they were all going around. It had, like, a little gateway that the circle was led through. And as you go through this gateway, um, they, you have, like, this almost like this ceremonial cleansing where there was witches that de- dipped their kind of broomsticks in this cleansed water and splashed you with it, and then you wafted incense over you, and you went through and you were cleansed to be in the circle. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was calling the four corners in and calling like, to, to all the gods and saying thanks for, for all the kind of harvest and all this kind of stuff. It was a brilliant experience, actually, a very powerful experience. I've oh, never experienced anything like it. They didn't mention my name, huh? Huh? They didn't mention my name, huh? 
<laughs> Lord Ronald, we call you. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> we summon you, Lord Ron. Yeah, no, they didn't. Me. I'm sorry to disappoint you. They never. But it was uh, it was a great experience. I'm glad I went to do it because I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what to expect. Right. Um, I thought anything could happen that night, and it was uh, it lived up to my expectations. It was great. Yeah, it's uh, it was interesting. Uh, I, I kind of like would have done it, but that's way too many people. It, well, it, it was well, it was weird because it was almost like in a spiral. Uh, the circle was almost spiraling. And even though there was a lot of people there, it was a big space. Um, it seemed, even though it was a vast amount of people, it seemed, it seemed very intimate. I don't know. There was something very strange about the whole thing. It was brilliant. I mean, the energy was fantastic. It definitely um, it just recharged you after you left the circle. I mean, we didn't stay for the whole of it. It went on for about mm-hmm. three hours. And, you know, we were there for about yeah. an hour and a half. And, Did they serve liquor? Um, say again? Did they serve liquor? No. <laughs> they no, never. that's very doubtful, Ron. I had some later on, though. Oh, no, I didn't, actually, because I didn't have my passport with me. Do you know what? I'm getting ID'd everywhere in the USA. I'm 27 <laughs> years old, which is really great because I'm taking it as a massive compliment, but I didn't have my passport with me, so I didn't get any nice beers or nothing that night. But um, Your manager, Martin, actually got uh, uh, caught as well. In fact, he, he had his driver's license from the UK, but they wouldn't serve him because he didn't have his passport. That was at the hockey. I know, and he's 40, so he was like, what? <laughs> now, you know, you guys Gambling. need to make a copy of it. I wonder if they would even accept a copy. I, I know it was. Well, unless you want to vote. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! If, if you're like an illegal alien, you know, you know, you can vote, but you yeah, can't no drink. kidding. Well, I'm going to be a native here soon, anyway, Ron. You're going to be what? I'm going to be a native here soon in New England. You're going to be part-time, naked here? Part-time native. 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 Oh, native. No, not naked. <laughs> yeah, that's well, naked sometimes. <laughs> If, if, you ever took, would be cool. if you ever took your clothes off, Gavin, and turned sideways, you'd disappear. Well, there's a calendar coming out. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next thing. That's the next thing. Mute calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, no, I, um, I've got my little house here. It's, um, it's all going through. So um, we shall be renting it as from January. So uh, oh, it's in good. the New Hampshire, New Hampshire area. So I'll be close to you guys. It's going to be a second home, keeping my home in the UK. And I've got my home here in New England now. So um, it's going to be very exciting. Oh, that's kind of cool. Now, I, I, you did the uh, Dining for the Dead, which was, was kind of uh, amazing. I, you know, I talked to a couple of people that you did readings for. Yeah. And, uh, they were uh, quite taken back by you. I mean, it was, it was kind of neat. There was, uh, you know, you drove a couple of the tears, but that's all right. I drove what? A couple of the tears. Oh yes, I know. I mean, sometimes when you when you say a certain thing or hit a nerve, it happens. It touches an emotion, but it's good to get out, you know. And mm. I, I, you know, I just do my readings a little bit different. And uh, yeah, it was it was a great evening. It was nice to see everybody. It's been nice to catch up with everybody, like Leslie and Amanda, um, Deb, and and everybody that that's come along. And you guys, I just it was nice to catch up with you all and and be here and. I don't know. It was lovely at the wind and really enjoyed it. It's always good to go there, though. Yes, yes, yes. I, I love that place, anyways. Yeah, but, wonderful. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the things I noticed, now, you, you did a reading on a hat. Well, you do, well, let me explain what you do when you do your readings. You do a, basically a three-card carrot reading, and then you do a little psycho, what do you call it? Psychometry. Psychometry? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What was that? Well, <laughs> somebody in the calendar, Leslie, basically said, "Ah, oh, naked calendar. Look at Ron's big ass props." <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. LOL. What if we started? Oh my Game goodness, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> no way! Don't don't be in shame. She's just fine as she's saying it. No biggie. I actually had a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. Oh, la 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 la. You'll pay for that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, I got. I, I'm trying to take the high and dry road here, but it's not working. You know. I mean, no, I'm, just change the subject. I'm just in the gutter here. I, I can't help. You're always it. in the gutter. I'm. I, you know, I'm being the up and up person tonight, but it's not working. Really. Change the channel. Can we change the channel? <laughs> Can we go to break now or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are in trouble. <laughs> wow, I think it's just been a long day all the way around. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, crack me up. Oh, let's, let's oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. All right. No, no, no. Come change on, it. come on. Change come on. it. Please. All right. Say, say something, Gavin. <laughs> I don't know what to Help say. us, Gavin. We're going down the... <laughs> oh, I got tears coming yeah. down my face. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Gavin, you were in uh, Westwood. Uh, that's where you were, Westwood. Westwood. That's... I was. And, I was doing And you were my, doing uh, meetings there, right? I was doing... That's right. <laughs> I was doing the centre at Westwood. I was doing my one-on-one readings from there, and I did an evening with also, and um, and again doing readings, but it's like commentary there, question and answer, promote my work. It's a really great place to do it from. There's a lot of energy there. It's well worth a visit. The centre at Westwood, which is no, in Westwood. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, Maureen would love that, wouldn't? Don't you think? What's that, Westwood? Yeah. Oh, Maureen, it's absolutely wonderful. They built in like um, big chunks of quartz into the foundations of the building. Um, they got crystals that light up in the walls. They got a labyrinth there. But you know, I was I was a little bit naughty last night. <laughs> I was a bit naughty. I went Uh-oh. into the woods on my own in the dark because <laughs> it's surrounded by woodland, right, yeah. woods, hence the name. And I went into the woods, and they've got a well deep in the woods there. And you walk down into the well. It's got like a little kind of pagoda around it. And you walk down a spiral staircase into the well, and you sat there. And you know the film The Ring with the well in it. Yeah. It was exactly like that. It's got a little circle of water right in the center of the well, right down the bottom, and I sat there in the dark. And, oh, oh God, it, I, I'm, I'm the most scaredy cat psychic you probably ever meet. I was sat there, and it was absolutely hyperactive. That's all I can say. Um, yeah. What did you experience, though? Say again? What did you experience? Did you pick up on it anything? Was, I did. I picked up on a girl called Amelia. Um, and she had, like, a white shift dress on, white shift, uh, no shoes and socks, bare feet, with, like, scrams and scratches all over her legs and feet. Um, and she was, and it was funny, because she was almost inside the well with me, and outside the well, there was a male energy walking around the top, and he's going, Amelia, Amelia, like that. And I was thinking, oh, my God. And you could hear footsteps going around the well, and all of a sudden, this, what I can only describe, would be a cackle, like, ha, <laughs> come out of the woods. And I thought, Right, I've got to climb out of this well and walk through the woods again now on my own. I'm not, <laughs> I froze to the spot. 
I was thinking, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? But, um, but I, you know, I wasn't alone. I did have, I did have a guy called Sean. He came to Wyndham. Um, he, bought, he was just there with a the camcorder and he was sat there with me. Um, and we caught it all on camera. And it was just the most outrageous, scariest little thing that's happened in ages to me. Oh, really? God, it's making me shiver thinking about it now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe that you sat there by yourself, though. Oh, well, you I, I, I don't know why I did Oh, I'm more. sorry, with Sean. Yeah. It, it was just, uh, yeah, but it was still very lonely. And I, I'm not being funny. The, the woods were too still. There was no breeze. There was no rustling of leaves or branches. It was just dead, excuse the pun, dead silent. Sure. <laughs> um, but, it was really, but then in the distance, a couple of gunshots went off. I was thinking, oh, my God, that's it. I'm going to get shot. Because I'm not being funny. All the horror films, all the scary movies and horror films are set in America in the woods. And I'm sat there in the middle of a wood in America while scary things are happening. I'm thinking, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> oh, man. It was hell of an experience. So, anyways, if you were to have been accidentally shot there and you died, <laughs> uh, where would you have liked to have been buried? In the United States or the UK? Oh, my God, Rob. What, sort of what an awful thing to say. I'm trying to bring up some sort of <laughs> Oh, my here. goodness. I mean, oh, just, no. That's the thought. I just, you know, popped in my head. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> Um, I don't know how to answer that. I'd probably be, well, there is a family plot in the UK. I'd probably have to go in there. There's a plot, all right. <laughs> Since you brought it up so nicely, Ron. Not yeah, a no problem. kidding. He has family that's out there. Really? Yes. There's yeah. more little gamins running around? No, there's none, and there never will be. Never say never, Gavin. Exactly. Oh, I'm saying never, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so no, I would, uh, yes, in answer to your question, I would be buried in the UK. There's already uh, a Cromwell plot there waiting for me when the time comes, which hopefully will be a long way away. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But the reason I'm thinking this, right? Now, check this out. Now, say you're you're Gavin, and you get bumped off in the United States, right? Yeah. So they take his body back to Wales. Is it Wales? Yeah, Wales. South Wales, UK, okay. yeah. Where does the spirit go? Does it go back to Wales or does it hang around here? Wherever it wants to. Yeah, wherever it wants to. Wherever I feel I'm drawn to at the time. Wherever I feel most comfortable. Um, probably be with my family. I'd probably be drawn to, to be around my family, which would be right. probably in the UK. Would you, I mean, would it be possible for you, like, take little jaunts to the U.S. and then I think people would pick up my residual energy in the U.S. where the accident would have happened. I can't believe I'm talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, he is a sick man. This this show show is on a cutting edge. I get off nightmares. I get off nightmares tonight. (laughs) Goodness gracious. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, people would pick up perhaps the residual of the accident happening in that location, whatever it was. But Mm -hmm. my spirit would be, uh, I would be drawn to stick around my family. Okay. You know, there's a, it's an interesting thing. Do you ever hear of the uh, the Bell Witch? The Bell Witch. Yep, Bell Witch. Bell, B-E-L-L. No, I haven't. Well, it's actually it's quite a cool story. Okay. Uh, there's a a long time ago in the 1800s, uh, there was a Bell family in Tennessee. I think okay. I got it. Oh my God! Is it break time? Oh, we go. It's a break. 
Oh, well. Well, anyway. Leave that we'll thought a minute. Now, the Bell Witch. You're going to have to tell we'll, me we'll after we'll what happened. We'll continue the story about the Bell Witch. You'll listen to Ghost Chronicles uh, live with Ron Bullock and Marlene Wood. We'll be right back after following the messages. They flourish on a secluded farm 3,500 feet above sea level in Hinotega, Nicaragua. These coffee beans grow in the shade of hardwood trees and banana plants, thriving in the rich, organic soil. Shade-grown coffee grown at higher elevation has a better quality. There are two benefits, a slower growing cycle for the plants that allows time for the sugars in the bean to mature, and the natural composting from the nitrogen-producing canopy. And now you can order this international gourmet coffee online at NicaraguasBestCoffee.com. Order 12-ounce and 16-ounce bags or save with a discounted price by ordering in large quantities. Three different coffee beans available, Arabica, Marigold Gaipe, and Green Oro. Prepare to enjoy the richness and the soothing flavor of some of the best-tasting coffee in the world. Order online at NicaraguasBestCoffee.com and enjoy Central American flavor, aroma, and richness of Nicaragua's best coffee. Hi, this is Elizabeth Foley of Divine Healing, and join me for the Phoenix Hour. Tips and tools for personal and spiritual transformation on Tojinet every Wednesday from 4 to 5, beginning January 9th. Listen live to the most outstanding names in metaphysics as well as some new emerging personalities in the spiritual community. Each Wednesday on Tojinet.com, there will be straight talk exploring various metaphysical theories, beliefs, healing modalities, and tools for personal and spiritual transformation. Join me as we explore not only angels, but everything else under the stars. Be the phoenix, forever changing and transforming, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., and see you then. There is an unseen world that surrounds us with love and healing. It's the message that author Elizabeth Foley brings in her new book, Awakening the Light Worker Within. Written with simple style, humor, passion, and uncommon honesty, Awakening the Light Worker Within provides clear information and guidance to a sacred call of your own. Awakening the Light Worker Within is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the author's website, divinehealing.us We're back. We are back. This is Ghost Chronicles with Ron Kolick and Maureen Wood. And on the line with us now is, well, psychic Gavin Cornwell, the punk rock psychic kid. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I just like add that all. So anyways, the chat room is like lit up now because like everybody hates me because they think I jinxed you. Oh, don't so. say that. I hope you haven't. <laughs> no, he hasn't. I just said, don't worry. No, don't on. manifest it. Thanks, Ron. I'm getting on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I've never mentioned anything about airplane. That's so. Stop. And I, I didn't say anything about... Wait a minute. I never said anything about dying in the water. Like, oh, my God. Right, that's it. Pass me the Valium. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, right, so, you'll be fine, Gavin. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. fine. You, Maury. I trust Maureen. I trust Maureen. Right. right. What? You don't trust me? Is that what you trust? You're just a troublemaker, Ron. You're a naughty boy, Ronald. Oh, nutty. I love you. I love you, nutty. A cheeky little monkey, you are. Cheeky. <laughs> cheeky little monkey. Anyways, uh, moving right along, let me, we were talking about the Bell Witch, which, which was kind of cool because yeah. it, it actually is related to you a little bit. Oh, is it? Oh, don't, you know what? When you hear this, 
you're going to really want to strangle Ron. No, you're oh. not. God, go on, hit me with How it. You hit me? Wait, 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 wait. Let me get this right. Okay, back in the 1800s, there was this farm, and I think it was Adams, Tennessee, and they saw this creature in the field, and they shot it, of course, like every good American. <laughs> First, ask questions later. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they went to where it was supposed to be dead, and it wasn't there. And then all of a sudden, they started hearing noises at the house. They started off with scratchings and then knockings and then everything else. But anyways, what had happened is this spirit, which they really don't know, entity, began haunting the place for, I think it was three years. Three years it haunted it. Um, it would, you could talk to it. You could go in and it would answer you back. It, it would give you all the gossip in town. In other words, you know, who's sleeping with who and, and who's healing <laughs> and everything else. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was it was terrible. I mean, in fact, uh, John Bell's son uh, fought with um, Andrew Jackson at the Battle of New Orleans. And so Andrew Jackson himself came to the ranch to see what was going on, because this was getting to be really famous. Yeah. And um, they came down, and uh, they would they would try to get rid of it, and they would be chased off and anything. But anyways, the, the point of this story, it was, there was an Englishman there, and uh, he came over to see the Bell Witch, and the Bell Witch did two things. It either liked you or didn't like you and it tormented the hell out of you until you left running like a little schoolgirl. Uh, but it liked the Englishman, and so um, it liked the Englishman. So he would have these big conversations with the Englishman, and then finally uh, the witch said, would you like to know what your family's doing in and he said, well, of course I did, but they're in, you know, Wales. And uh, he said, uh, well, just give me a minute. And it, the witch, uh, whatever. Can you just it, add the Wales bit? Yeah. I, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to screw me up a bit more. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it was gone for a, a short time, and then it came back, and then it, in their voice of all the, uh, the Englishman's uh, family, it actually told them what they were doing. And of course, he got so scared. He knew up too. But anyways, it's a great, uh, it's a great story, and it really happened. It's actually taught in the English, uh, I mean, the Tennessee school system, and it's one of the uh, most, I, I think, most well documented and most unusual hauntings there ever was. So oh. there you go. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Nothing like scaring you, you know. <laughs> As he adds in his little, you know, impromptu little. Well, a will. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I should be used to it. I should be used to it by now. You should be. Did they forgive me in the uh, the, uh, chat room? Did they what? Did they forgive me in the chat room? Oh, yeah, they are forgiven, I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) Nothing's going to happen because they'll come and lynch me. They will. They're very protective in the chat room. Oh, they are. They love their Gavin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, love them. No, Evidently not. not as much as Ron, but that's okay. Moving right along. <laughs> so, so, Gavin, tell us what you're planning. When you get back home, what will you be doing? I'm, right, right. Well, I, when I get back home, I'm finishing off uh, my workshops. I'm putting my crystal and my tarot workshops together. So oh, uh, that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be really good because... Um, I, I, I obviously use my tarot when I'm doing my readings, and I use crystals constantly all the time. 
So um, I want to show people how they can use these, you know, and show them that it can be very simple, simple ways to cleanse them, how to use them, what to use them for. And with the tarots, basically show them how to read them and not necessarily sticking to a whole bunch of rules um, and basically coming up with your own system on how to read them and to make it easier for yourself. Um, and with my, ta with my workshops, I basically, if I went to a workshop, I'd want to, I'd want to come away with something solid. I want to come away with something. And so I want people to go away with, I want to be able to give crystals out in the workshops just so people can go off and use them. Um, and little packs of tarot cards so people can go off and use them and then eventually find their own tarot uh, deck that they're drawn to. Um, so, yeah, I want it to be very proactive, very hands-on, uh, rather than all kind of written text stuff. I want it to be very physical workshops. So, yeah, I'm putting all that together when I get back home. And then I've got a week, week and a half there in the UK, and then I'm off to San Diego, then San Francisco. Where I'm doing oh, really? Uh, they're taking me to Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> really? Who are you going there with? Well, it's, it's Kim. It's Kimmy, uh, one of the world's angels. Um, hi, Kim, if you're listening. And... Um, She's, uh, she's arranged to, for me to visit um, Alcatraz. So wow. that's going to be dramatic. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Right. That's actually a big, big thing. <laughs> keep me in this Maureen. Keep me I went to Alcatraz, and, um, you know, it, it just... Yeah, it's not a very good feeling in there. I just don't like it in there at all. What are you trying I to tell me? Imagine. I can imagine. So I'm going to be visiting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll be doing, and then while I'm while I'm over there, it'll be workshops, it'll be readings, it'll be evenings where people will be able to come and meet me. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just a short a short time in the UK, then back out to the US, and then get Christmas out the way, and then back to New England. Wow, so you have I a very know. busy schedule. It is, it is very busy, it is very busy. And uh, do you know what? I've got a little fat belly here. I'm just looking at myself. I've had so much since I've been here in the US. All you do is eat. You are <laughs> terrible, Gavin. It's absolutely horrendous. Oh, I, do you know what? I'm doing this interview from outside of a Chinese restaurant as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go in and have shrimp and noodles in a minute. All I've done is eat and eat and eat. I don't know what's the matter with me. You're a bad influence on me, the lot of you. <laughs> um, I mean, we, actually had a phone, we actually had a phone call from Sean, but uh, evidently he... We lost him. Or yeah, something. we lost him. Oh, so anyway. no. So if, if you're out there, Sean, you can call back in. I will... Keep my eye on the uh, the uh, whatever it is the phone system. So. Yeah, he probably picked up what I was saying about um, doing the little investigation last night in the well. It was um, very. Um, I wish I had you guys there with us because it was it was crazy. I just still can't believe. Oh it, yeah, just know. what I need. Remember, I'm still recovering. I can't take too much Maureen. That's Excuse right. You were looking me? very well, though, Ron. When I seen you in the window. You're looking very well indeed. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Compared to what? Anyway, so our uh, listeners are actually saying that they think you're going to move to San Francisco once you go out there. Oh, no, I love it here too much. I love, huh? I, really? I'm, sh I'm sure I'm going to love San Francisco, but I, I, I'm sure I will absolutely love it because everyone always says I'm a reincarnated 60s kid. But um, <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to love it there. We all know this. But I like New England. I don't know why. There's something very homely about it. And I love, I love, I love all you guys here. Um, I've got my nice network of people around me now. And you know what? I bought my first American cell phone today. You did? So I did. I've got all your numbers stored in it. So you're going to get a mass text soon with my new number on it. So please, <laughs> there's only a select few having it. 
Yeah, if I had text, I could do that. I actually, is that, was that you or Martin? I got a text this morning. If I had a cell phone, no, it that would that be I think that was probably Martin, because um, I've got a separate one. Martin's got his own, Rob's got his own, and I've got my own now. Oh, okay. So, yes, so I got one So, you need to have Martin. mine. You have mine. So, um, I shall be uh, giving that out shortly. But I got it. I'm getting used to it, because it's like, oh, my goodness. Do you know what really annoys me, though, is back home in the UK, when you make a call or text, um, your credit runs out. People can still phone and text you. When you text and phone here... People are still charged, so you can't actually do it. It's a really weird system I'm trying to get used to with the mobile phones here. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we always, um, you know, we do things a little differently. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a, a message from Amanda in the uh, chat room. She says, uh, Gavin, call her, call her tomorrow around 3 before he leaves. So I will try my... What, what are we, a message that? service now? <laughs> what the hell is that? What? Huh? Are we a message service now? <laughs> I will try my best, Amanda, but if I don't, don't be disappointed. I'll drop you an email or something, but I'm, I'm rushing around like crazy tomorrow to get packed and, uh, and give the rented car back, so I'm going crazy. So I will try my absolute best. Of course I will. Okay, so can we have an update on the uh, devil doll that you, you bought last time in Salem? Oh, my horse. <laughs> my angel Annie. Yeah, she's... Uh, I haven't seen her for a while. She's back home in the UK, so I don't know if she's... Uh, she probably took over the house while you were going. She's looking after the house. <laughs> she's feeding the dogs or the cats? Yeah, the dogs and the cats. Yeah, Angel Annie is there. And I've got a house sitter, so I don't know if she's uh, annoying my house sitter very much, but the devil doll, I like that, Ron. But I'm missing my cats, I'm missing my dogs and my chickens and my roosters and my ducks and my fish, and I'm missing them all. So I'm, I'm craving some animal love, because you all know I'm an animal freak. So. Uh, oh, my God, you're going to be bringing them with you, right, when you move here? Well, this is well because we're going back and forth. They'll obviously be based in the UK, so. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Martin said Rob is staying here permanently though, because he's going to be teaching and doing his work over here. So um, we're going to be back and forth. I think it's just very traumatic to bring the animals across on the plane and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I it would be a little bit. Yeah, it would be a little difficult. Especially for chicken. Yeah. What about fish? Yeah, I don't think the fish would go. Oh, All the chickens on the plane. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> No, and we got our dog's old as well. She's coming up to 13, so it's quite a, quite a traumatic experience for her to go through that. So I don't think we'll be bringing them. But Rob's got his heart set on getting a pug. He's absolutely obsessed with pugs, so he's got, and he wants to call it Troy. So uh, we're going to have Troy the pug <laughs> living with us over here in the U.S. <laughs> ah, well, very good. So at least you'll yeah. have some company in here. But you, you, you lot are going to have to come for my traditional U.K. housewarming. Yeah. Really? U.K. housewarming party at Gav's, I'm telling you. Huh? UK housewarming party. When we move into the house, house up here. Yeah. You can house have to come on it. UK food, UK music. We wave the Union Jack outside the house. <laughs> I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink some Jack. Yeah, drink UK drinks. I'll introduce you to what we call a cheeky vimpto. <laughs> yeah, I'll drink Jack. Jack Daniels, that is. Oh, hey. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Now, now, did you happen to go to the uh, Witch's Ball at all the other night? Oh, my God, Maureen, don't remind me. <laughs> Why? Uh-oh. Did I bring up something? Uh... Ooh, I got Not a little good? bit merry. I got a little bit merry at the Witch's Ball. You do what? I overdone the vino a little bit at the Witch's Ball. Oh. <laughs> so it must have been a good time, right? Who do they have um, speaking there? Do they have anybody speaking? There was, um, oh, my goodness. I'm trying to think of her name. Is it Wendy Rule or something like that? She was a singer, a very famous um, oh, yeah. singer that was there. 
We went there, what, last year? Yeah, we went to the... Um, the Witches Ball, and we yeah. did uh, a podcast. Was it a podcast or a live one? We did a live for Toji Nessia. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Mm-mm. Sorry, Togi. <laughs> yeah, we did the live one for Togi Net, and uh, it was really interesting. You know, the yeah. the people that are there, the costumes, and they really go way out when they use these costumes. I mean, yeah. Oh, you know, oh, wait a minute, Gavin. Gavin, check this, right? So we're going there to do a broadcast, so... Yeah. Uh, I went down there, and her lordship here decides that she wants a costume. So we have to stop on the way because to the you ball. Because you tell me he's not wearing a costume. I didn't wear a costume. He's full of crap. Then he shows up with a top hat, black sunglasses, a button-down shirt with covers to it, so he's like this, you know, oh, you know food, food guy. guy. And, yeah, Undertaker. And I'm standing there in jeans. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, so we had to stop on the way down to pick up a costume, which, of course, I look like a because the thing was short and I had big quads on. But anyway, oh. wasn't a fashion time. <laughs> but it was it was fun. It was a fun time. Oh, uh, it was a number here is 877-864-4869. 877-864-4869. Gavin Cromwell is on the line. The wealth psychic, the punk rock dude. Anyway, and also uh, join us live in the Togi chat room. So there you have it. Anyway, I wore my bright green contacts at the witches' ball, so they caused a bit of a stir. Oh, that's too cool. They were, they look good. They look good in the pictures. But I, I had a brilliant time. I want to thank Kristen Day for inviting me. It was a blast. And John and Linda and all Nicole, Angelo, all everybody was absolutely amazing and really looked after me. And it was, it was great. And I danced to Thriller with um, with Christian. I actually got up on the stage at one point with Christian, just me and him dancing on our own. Oh wow! Oh it was man, I would have, I, I would have, you know what, Gavin? I would have paid anything to see that. <laughs> I looked like a crazy kind of scarecrow person wobbling about all of the place. It was yeah, everybody I, else was very kind of collected and sensible, and I was just going crazy. So did you? All right, if I might have. If I was there, I could have joined you guys. <laughs> you could have, yeah. All right, now that's a scary thought. Ron <laughs> dancing the thriller. And, and I was dancing before you were born. Yeah, how long ago was that? A long time ago. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Never mind. Anyway, yeah, I'll yeah, be nice. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you wear for a costume? Well, it, I don't, it wasn't really a costume. I just kind of smartened up. I had, um, I had a, a black fitted shirt on with a black waistcoat buttoned up, um, a black cravat with white polka dots on it with a big kind of skull in the center, uh, my black uh, and gold drummer boy jacket, black skinny jeans, and gold shoes. Wow. wow. I think and then black crazy, teeth. crazy spiky hair and green contact lenses and loads and loads of guy liner. <laughs> guy liner, lots of guy liner. Lots what? of guy liner. Guy liner. Oh, the funniest thing was when we were on MyTV, we did the show on MyTV with Arnie Anderson there, 
we invited Christian to come down. And Christian was on, and we're in the green room, and he's putting all his makeup on. And I'm looking at him, and then finally he says, you know, this is the best, uh, what do you call it? What? Eyeshadow? Yeah, eyeshadow I've ever done. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I love him. I love Christian so much. Such a nice great. guy. He is brilliant. Hyper. I love him. Christian Davis. A little hyper. He's what? You know, he's a little hyper. No, he's not. He's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> He's a he's very great. intelligent businessman, too. Yeah, he you can learn a lot from Christian Day, definitely. Oh, yeah, he's a very intelligent businessman. I mean, of course, of course. And if you oh, ever get yeah. a chance, go to Hex. Go to Hex and Salem. It's the best shop. I love it. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Amanda loves polka dots. Well, I have to tell her that when I was in college... Oh, dear God. Here we go again. I actually <laughs> wear a polka dotted shirt with huge polka dots, probably ooh, two inches, and Peter Pan collar and platform shoes and these huge bell bottom type things. Okay, that image is just really, oh, really yeah. not very sexy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's not the words I'd be thinking about right now. <laughs> you, Ooh, platform yeah. shoes. You're already tall. How how tall were you? You're like uh, I had these huge platform shoes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Told you like oh, seven Jesus. feet. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 oh, and poor Jan. And you knew Jan then? She was probably to your oh, height. Jan oh, was Jan was tiny, so and here you are with platform shoes. She used to wear these micro minis that if you ever bent over, it was like, tally ho! Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> poor Jan. She was a babe. Little granny glasses, long, long she hair. She still is oh. a babe. She still is a babe. I love Janet. Yeah, babe in a different way. <laughs> so, a lady babe. Uh, <laughs> la 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 la. Never mind. <laughs> oh what? Like you know, that's crazy. All the time. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on with uh, you know, anything? What do we get going? Nothing, because Halloween's over then, right? Nothing. Nothing. Nada. You guys, you guys have got Thanksgiving coming up. What's that all about? I've never. I don't know what Thanksgiving's all about. Eating, eating. It's eating and eating and it's what? Eating. The United States is more eating. Football. Football and eating. And eating. And eating turkey. So then, then you're sleepy in the afternoon. So and then more eating. You gain more weight because you don't get your rear end off the couch. And then you get tired. <laughs> and you've eaten like ten turkey. pies, ten kinds of pies, and. You know, all kinds of good food. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, my God. A, but anyways, um, speaking about uh, Halloween, right after Halloween, you did your seminar, which was mediumship, right? Yes. And that went well? Oh, it went very well. It went very, very well. Yeah. Yes. And I what do have to what, say, huh? What did, what did you do? I, was, I taught a mediumship class for um, oh, Elizabeth Foley. Oh, yep, fantastic. Yes, and I told everybody there that Ron called her. I said, could I tell you the nickname that he oh has? Oh, my God, here? you did not. And I said, the Angel Ninja. And they're like, oh, my God, we love that because it's so Elizabeth. <laughs> but I asked ah. for permission. So no, that was okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, see, I asked for permission. Well, you didn't ask me. Well, who cares what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> but, um, but I will say that there was, you know, they were all amazing. I mean, the people that came, uh, Elizabeth had taught an angel class prior to me going, and then, uh, the day before, and then the next day, the energy was just fantastic. You know, all these women were studying with uh, angels and working with the angels, and so the energy was just really, it was different. You know, it was very positive. Yeah. But I will tell you, I, I really have to tell you, this one woman, um, 
you know, I hope she wouldn't be insulted, Tammy, but she is amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This, this woman, um, for those of our listeners who don't I love know. Her. When I met her, I tried to take her home. Right. She's, she's, uh, oh, she's blind. Right. Yeah, that's, don't keep that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, she's blind. And I will tell you, you know, I have one of those, you know, like the Tibetan bells. And yeah, the, yeah. not many people, you know, a lot of people, some people have them, but not everybody. And, and basically I'm teaching a mediumship class. So what I did is I brought all my crystals and stones and my, my cards and everything. A lot of my favorite um, items I use for energy work. And yeah. I set it up on this back table in the room. Mm-hmm. And in the back of the table was this, you know, like a three foot, not three foot, four or five inch tall, maybe um, bell, the Tibetan bell, right? Okay. And. She walks in. She says hello. Now she's better case. She can't see me. She's just, you know, Elizabeth introduced me to her. Um, she, she walked her over to the table and said that I have all items. So she put her hand out near the table, and she goes, oh, my God, you don't. You do. You do have one. You have one of those bells. <gasps> and isn't that unbelievable? She's like, I can see it. It's right here. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's, so that it's even gets better. She takes her hand, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And so anyway, Elizabeth goes, Maureen, you'll be amazed. She can see without her eyes, right? So we were doing psychometry and all this work. But before we even did the psychometry, which she was hitting on, she, um, I have these small, you know, little Indian or medicine cards and yeah. the animal cards. So anyway, everybody was grabbing a little animal card and seeing what their message of the day was. So someone went over and said, Tammy, select a card, right? So she takes a card out of the deck. She holds it in her hand and rubs it between her fingers. And she says, oh, my God. She says, wait a minute. It's a fluffy animal with a fluffy tail. No, it's not a squirrel. Oh, it's a skunk, she says. It's a skunk card. And it was a skunk card. And oh, she my. Says, yeah, respect for myself. You know, respect myself. That's what I need for the day, she says. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But she was amazing. Well, the first time, I, first time I met a Gavin, right? I, w- I met her at this, uh, uh, it was like a workshop. No, it actually wasn't a workshop. It was like a get-together, kind of like all these people would do weird stuff, you know, that psychic stuff. Oh, stop it. Yeah. I had, in fact, I had my 24-strand DNA activation that night, but I've never been the same since. But anyways, I met her there, and I had a photograph, and she told me what the photograph was all about. <gasps> and she's blind. Blinder than a doorknob. Now she can't see. It's not like she has partial sight. No, um, she not cannot see at all. That is incredible. And it just goes to show that being blind, you do rely on that sixth sense even more than, you know? Exactly. I, so. I mean, so. she, she came up to me after she said, oh, you know, I really enjoyed the workshop and everything. And, and she said to me, she said, you know what? She said, um, people have wondered why, but she said, you know, I, I didn't want to be blind, but now that I am, it's a gift to me. <gasps> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so I mean, oh, it was God. it was beautiful. So yeah, so uh, next time, who knows? Maybe next time you come over and if we get together and get Elizabeth and maybe you I'd can love meet, that. meet Jimmy. I would love that definitely. She sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, the day before, after Halloween, I was at the haunted Hooten Mansion. That's which right. Was, was just in the uh, Ghost, Ghost Adventurers series. On TV. Correct, yeah. Right, where they lock them in there and then they torment the spirits. Right, uh, which so, I didn't particularly appreciate the way, but whatever. whatever. But anyways, it was good. <laughs> I, I mean, it was good. I, tried, I had about 100 people there. Uh, and it, it was really so funny because, um, you know, there was like Josh was there from Berkshire Paranormals and one from Philadelphia Paranormal and everything else. And they were all talking about picture classification and all the serious stuff about ghost hunting and everything else. And then I say, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then... 
uh, Jeff Belanger came up, luckily, and he did Weird Massachusetts, which and Jeff is a, is a funny speaker, so kind of worked out good. And then when I came on and I did mine, because uh, mine's a little bit on the humor side. Yeah. yeah, lighter. Lighter side, right. So anyways, uh, it went really, really well. I've got nothing but good emails from everyone telling me uh, they love the presentation, got some new uh, MySpace friends from it, too. So it's cool. So that's my Very story. Good. And Very good. So what are you, you're going to be home for Christmas, Gavin, right? Or Boxing Day? I'm going to be home for Christmas and Boxing Day, yeah. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Great Britain for, for Christmas with my family so you, and having a good time. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen my mum for ages. I'm my nan. I want to see them. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I love and, my family. Yeah. So I'll I tell you one interesting thing, though, Ron, while I see her. Um, I found that there's a Cromwell plot in the Salem graveyard. There's what? A Cromwell a, plot? A plot of graves, of colonial Ooh. graves in the Sal- old Salem graveyard, and it's Cromwell. Interesting. I know, I know. Any relations, maybe that's why you're so drawn to Salem. So the thing is, that's what I'm thinking, and the fact is, the dates on there are the dates that Oliver Cromwell in the UK was starting to play up and be a bit naughty and burning the churches and closing the churches down. And it seems as though the feeling is that they, have, they escaped the UK from that, because if your name was Cromwell at the time, it was very much frowned upon. So it seems that they fled to New England. Isn't that interesting? So, so I you, couldn't believe so it. So if you die here, you want to get married, buried in Salem now? No. No, oh, would you stop, stop that? Oh my God! Do I, not leave that on a, that note. He's leaving tomorrow. You no, can't do that. No, all him. will be well. The karma is good. I feel it. My arms are good. I'll just hit him for you, Gavin. Give him a little smack for me, Maureen. Okay. A little cheeky smack. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're but, welcome. No, Any useful work. <laughs> the interesting thing was that they had like a Mary Cromwell, a Philip Cromwell. Um, a John Cromwell, but there was a gap and there was a stone missing. And uh, Fiona Broom was actually with me. She goes, who do you think's under that? I said, this is Elizabeth Cromwell. And she said, okay. She's made a note of it. And she phoned me this morning. She'd done her research into the old, um, the graveyard plans, whatever they're called. And it is, it's Elizabeth Cromwell. Wow. wow that's so I, cool. feel e- I feel even more connected to the place now. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, I, I mean, we're going to have to look into the family tree and see what kind of happened around that period for the Cromwells. Yeah, you'll have to find out if that's, a, if that's what they did, is they ran there or took off over there. It seems to be the feeling of it, you know. Interesting, very interesting. Well, Gary, yeah. I hate to tell you this, but the show has wound you down. Oh, I've had fun. I've loved it. And it's time to say goodbye to you, my friend. I'm going to go and have my shrimp and noodles before I'm off home to start packing for tomorrow. Great. Well, you know, you have a safe flight, and tell Martin we said have a safe flight. I certainly will, and I'll make sure you've got my contact details, and I shall email you as soon as I land back in London. And I will talk. I will, I, I will talk to you uh, Tuesday on Ghost Chronicles International. You certainly will. All, all right. right. You guys have a safe flight. We'll talk to you Thank soon. Thank you, and good night to everyone in the chat room too. Love you all, and I love you, Maureen, and you too, Ron. Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye bye. Cheerio. Cheerio. Well, that was cool. Yes, it was, and we are down to the wire, I think. Yeah, we're getting down there. So anyways, uh, we've got some new shows coming up, some new people, and this should be really interesting. I'm really excited about it. Uh, we've met some new friends. So look forward to some... From ghoulies to ghosties, long-legged <laughs> beasties, and things that go bump 
I've got to pick you. Good Lord. 